0: Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th so, you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait, this offer ends on May 31st.
1: Welcome back to Pretty Okay Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Welker. And I am Taylor Holman. And we are back for our second in-person episode. And we actually saw each other twice that last week, which was like more than we've seen each other in a year. Yes. Because we recorded an episode and then I had a little baby sprinkle
0: and it was beautiful. It was so, it was like more human interaction I <laughs> had extremely long time and it was glorious yes
1: I know same it was just like oh let's hug and cry and like just hang out with the people that we like the most <laughs> yes it was amazing it was good it was good and then this last weekend of course Steven's like we're gonna go see my family and I was like Ooh, I can't hang out with that many people sorry <laughs> I'm like I know I just spent the weekend with a bunch of friends but I can't hang out with your family. That's I've hit my dangerous. quota. I've hit
0: my quota. I hit it. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't go. Good on you. Hey, you that have is, to pick and choose. Yes. And that is a great lead-in story for today's episode. You're right. I didn't even think about that. But it is a
1: great lead-in for today's episode, which we're going to talk about how to say no without being an asshole, I think is the title I like
0: yes. for this episode. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> Because you can say no pretty easily, but it might come off like you're a dick. We don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. That's why I feel like when I am going to say no, my typical lead in is I pr- I'm trying to not be an asshole, but <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, man. Now I know if I ever get like a text or an email from you that starts with not to be an asshole. I'm not necessarily calling someone out when I lead in with that, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say something that I don't think that they are going to feel warm and fuzzies about. Got it. Okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, no one likes hearing the word no. It's Nobody enjoys it. Uh, and I don't really think anybody likes saying it either. No. I mean, it's uncomfortable for both parties, if we're being honest.
0: It's very uncomfortable. I feel like it's harder to say no for me, than it is to hear no. That's
1: because you're a strong person. I
0: think there are a lot of people
1: who really, really struggle with being told no. Maybe it's something like deep in their childhood. Maybe. Where they're just like, you can't tell me no. Oh, I heard no a lot as a child. I did too, which is why I'm probably like, oh, I should work on saying yes.
0: <laughs> I, yes. Um, that is is part of my personal journey toward yep. being a better human is learning how to say no, less, and yes, more.
1: I read the Shonda Rhimes book. Did you read it? I did not. The Year of Yes.
0: Oh, no, I did not read it that. It was actually,
1: like, my mom, I think she bought it at an airport. It was one of those kind of things. And I was just, like, sitting there and bored, and I picked it up. And it was actually it was actually really good. <laughs> it was better than I expected it to be. It was cheesy. But then, it you know, it left you with that, like, fake... Uh, elation of like, I'm gonna do this! I'm gonna say yes to life! And yes to every activity that people want me to do! And it I didn't, but I I appreciated the thought behind
0: it. Yes, it's this very idealistic utopian thought yes. to say yes to everything. Yeah. But... And I do know a few people who are like that. And I think you have
1: to be very extroverted and child-free and not need
0: much sleep and I need a lot of sleep (laughs) I need a lot of sleep I'm definitely child free but I need my don't hate me like nine hours a night
1: well and you are a you're a very dedicated worker yeah so I grind
0: when I'm awake yeah and then I need to shut it down yeah so the people I guess I'm thinking of are more like yeah
1: I can go do that I don't really need to work today whereas like me I'm like if I don't work the world will end it's going to suck for everyone involved. <laughs> but I actually love using the word no. Um, Rocky will tell you that. But <laughs> you know what? Whatever. He's got to learn. Speaking of, side tangent, today's his last day of preschool. And I could cry Little forever. Dude. I Little can't dude. believe it. Tomorrow we have a, a graduation and he wears like a cap and gown and everything. They sent a video that they made like because I get... Usually they do it like in the big auditorium or whatever, but because of COVID, it's outside and they can't show this video they usually make every year. And the fucking video started playing and it started with Seasons of Love. And as soon as I heard those piano chords, I just went, this is
0: so cliche.
1: I'm so sad.
0: It was terrible. You're also very pregnant, so. Also
1: very pregnant. Yeah. I took this really lovely picture of myself ugly sobbing and I was like, I'm not gonna tweet this or tech or put it in stories because we talked about that, about taking pictures and videos of yourself crying. But I did send it to my parents so they would laugh at me. And they did.
0: See, (laughs) if you do it from a place of self deprecation, then it's okay.
1: Yep. Yep. My dad was just like, he's not going to wait to college. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well he might as well be. (laughs) I mean he's still probably gonna scream mom Mom. after he takes his shit and he needs your help wiping his ass yep so you've got him around for a little while oh no i know it i know (laughs) uh uh, yeah that how'd you know he does that
1: Have you been here for
0: it oh (laughs) i mean kids i am definitely being childless doesn't mean that i'm um no but that was like verbatim oh (laughs) (laughs) that was like spot on that's a little scary
1: yeah, I wish I could say no to that. Yes. <laughs> and transition back into the topic. <laughs> but I I love using the word no. I'm a big fan of it uh, because, and too, I'm a big fan of using no without apology. I think that's a big thing. Oh, that's that we'll, really deep. We'll have to talk about today because, like, I think a lot of people think of saying no as a weakness when, in fact, it's very much not. It's, like, the opposite. And it's... It's personal and it's almost a form of self-care if you think about it that way, you know, like with so many things demanding our attention all the time, work, family, whatever, you know, we get overwhelmed and we get borderline burnt out.
0: You have to be able to say no. Yes. And in the past, my previous inability to say no 100% led to extreme burnout. And with physical repercussions. So y'all, this is one to (laughs) to pull out your notes and buckle up because if you've been uncomfortable saying no in the past, I really want you to feel maybe like a tinge less of freak out (laughs) next time you have to say it.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I don't, I, I get why people would think the whole, well, if I say no, that's saying that I'm incapable of handling everything, you know? It makes me look less invincible. Uh, it kind of ties back into that vulnerability episode of, like, well, if I, if people think that I can't handle it, then they're not going to think as highly of me. But, like, I don't think saying no makes anybody view you as a failure or incompetent, you know? I think it's just... I think you're being smart with it. Like... If it's impacting your life, the amount of shit on your plate, you have to say no or you're going to lose your goddamn mind.
0: Yes, or you're going to do something not up to the standards that you personally want to or someone else expects of you. Yes. Which is a whole fucked up situation.
1: And if you become known as the person who can't say no and always says yes... Guess who they're going to come to every fucking time they want to push something off their plate and onto yours.
0: Yep. You're going to be voluntold to do all the things. Yes. Hello, doormat. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. That's the worst.
1: It really is the worst. Because there are just people who, as soon as they see that opening, they latch onto it, like, forever. And that's even harder to break than like later down the line than it is to say no up front, I think. I hate those people. I know. (laughs) Those are always the people, too, who are, like, really lazy and
0: don't do their own shit and just find someone they think is a lackey to do it for them. Yes, they're the worst executors. Yep. And, oh, I have all the emotions. It's like Mm -hmm. a borderline trigger for me that when someone who is not a good executor takes advantage mm-hmm. of someone else that they know is going to agree because they don't have the ability to disagree. Right. Yes. That's a great way to put it. Because, and that's just a shitty person. It is. They're
1: very shitty. That's a very shitty person. And you're not a shitty person for wanting to say no. You know, and one of my big things too is that no is a complete sentence in itself. You don't need to really give a no, wishy-washy, oh, I wish I could, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes you can just say, no, I can't do that right now. And that's enough, you
0: know? That is enough. And you don't have to apologize Mm -hmm. every time you say no. No. I see and hear that a lot. I'm sorry, but no. Or no, I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. You can take out the sorry part uh-huh. and just own the no. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, when people, a lot
1: of people get worried about when they say no, that it's going to come off as, like, disrespectful, right? And I don't... Like, no. Yeah, like bratty. Can you do that again? No. That was good. I wish people could see the, the emotions <laughs> that went along with that. Little hands on the hips, head tilt action. <laughs> um, but I think... I think that saying no and saying it, you know, definitively and confidently is actually a good demonstration of someone with great self-esteem and self-confident, personally.
0: I concur. I agree.
1: (laughs) I reiterate. Yes. Yeah. Because it's always the people, too, who are, like, kind of have lower self-esteem that are the yes-men, you know? The people-pleasers. That's what I was going to say. You read my mind damn people pleasers
0: which is interesting because i have some people pleasers in my life that i would consider to be confident people Mm -hmm. in different areas of their lives yeah yeah. but then when it comes to work there's some there's an insecurity that they experience that makes them different right and it's so interesting to like see from the outside yeah yeah No, I get
1: that totally. They're just not confident, like, in their place, in their standing, you know, in their work field or whatever or who they're working for. And their response is to just say, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I think that's a lot of people's tactic is to just be like, well, I'll take it on. The more I take on, the more I'll get noticed or the the harder I work and the more I do, the better I'll succeed. And that's
0: not necessarily true. And that happens a lot with freelancers, Mm. right? Feast or famine. So for all of you out there who are service providers in any sense of the word, as opposed to running a business that has a product, like you have very likely experienced a phase or part of the calendar where like things are just quiet. Maybe it's cyclical for your business, depending on what industry you're in. But that I think will put some people in an emotional place where they feel like they don't have the ability to say no Mm -hmm. because you're, in a sense, preparing for the future drought that you know your business is going to have. Yeah, But, and I am totally guilty of doing that at times, 100%. I'm a human. I am, I make mistakes. I don't always make (laughs) the right decision. I try, but sometimes I fail. (laughs) But... When I have done that to myself, I am not a pleasant person to be around. Of course. It's almost worse. It's way worse. It's way worse. My husband would, if he were here, he'd come storming through the door and be like, yes. Yeah.
1: Concur. Same, agree. Same with Steven. It's, and yeah, it's like, okay, well, do I want to feel like an asshole for saying no? Or do I want to feel like fucking Medusa later on?
0: I, I mean, take it's pretty on much it. too much. It's pretty much it. I mean, I'm not great at being bored, yeah. but I'm also you would m- owe me a quarter if Rocky was here, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, he mm. has to give me a quarter every time he says the b word. Mm, that's I'm not a good allowed one. to be bored. Yep, or boring. Yep. I'm like, find a different way to describe it other than boring. Yes. Sorry,
0: interrupted you. <laughs> I like, uh, I have too much quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean either ends of those the spectrum of being someone who doesn't have enough to do and then someone who has too much to do. It's, it's just not good either way. And they are different forms of not being able to say no at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think that you have to really police that yourself because, like, nobody is just inherently given the exact amount of work and resources, you know? Like, Oh, well, did you know I woke up today and I did all these things I wanted to do? And then I worked perfectly from nine to five. And then I had a very beautiful, quiet evening by myself.
0: That doesn't happen to anybody.
1: (laughs) No one. (laughs) So it's like, you have to be the one who's aware of your boundaries, aware of your resources and, and what you're capable of taking on and what you want to take on too. That's the thing. Don't say yes to something just because you think you're supposed to if you don't want to do it. Because if you don't want to do it, it's going to suck. Yes. It's like in the famous words of Ron Swanson, don't half-ass two things,
0: whole-ass
1: one thing. That's amazing. Please tell me you've heard that before. Yes. Okay, good. That's one of my favorites. It's
0: like such a perfectly placed quote. It really is.
1: (laughs) And it's kind of a life quote to live by, you know? Yes. (laughs) But I think when we have awareness of, of our boundaries and whatnot, like it helps us be more in tune with what's going to burn us out, you know, and so then that way like we can we can figure out what we truly can and want to say yes to and what we don't want to say yes to. And it just makes space for more opportunities and experiences, I think.
0: Yes. Creating space for the things you actually want to do. What is a concept. Always a great tact to it's take. It's true.
1: It's true. I you know, I think we've we've kind of outlined a little bit of what why we like saying no. Let's talk about the how, because that's where people get tripped up, I think. Because it's much easier said than done when you're face to face with someone and the time has come to be a bit of a hard ass,
0: shall we say? <laughs> it's really hard to say no looking someone directly in the eye. Yeah. It's really hard. It's very hard. Even for someone like me who has a reputation of being an asshole. Because I'm Do not actually. Do you have a
1: reputation for being an asshole?
0: Or is that when you gave yourself? No. People, I have gotten feedback. Even from people who I love and they love me. hmm I can, I know I am an intimidating mm-hmm. person who can deliver things very succinctly.
1: Well, I appreciate all of those things in you. <laughs>
0: Some people appreciate it, and some people don't, and so... Well, tell them to stop being such fucking pansies and get with the program. (laughs) I'm like, you guys know I'm not actually an asshole, so if you feel like I said something being an asshole, you should know that it wasn't intentional. It's just... It's your personal hashtag, right? Yeah. I I swear
1: I'm not an asshole. Correct. Or promise I'm not.
0: I swear I'm not an asshole. I swear I'm not an asshole. asshole. I swear I'm not an asshole. Um, But even for someone like me, it is much easier to say no be it email or slack message or yes. text than it is to be standing or sitting in the same room with someone and need to look them dead in the eye and say no yes so it's hard for everyone um my dead giveaway for when I'm uncomfortable is I cannot make eye contact with people <laughs> so if I'm saying no to you and I'm like looking in the corner of the ceiling you're like you get the spot on their face you're like I'm looking just below your eyeballs. Yes. Then you should know that I am also made very uncomfortable by the situation. Right. (laughs) And therefore we're in the same boat. Like it's a shitty conversation that needs to be had, but it needs to be had in the end. Yeah. I
1: think too, it's a lot easier to say no to someone who you're not really that connected to, you know, but because of the industry that we're in and creative entrepreneurs and all of that. We tend to be friends with people and have more of a relationship than you do in, say, the corporate world. Um, And so I think that that adds to the difficulty of saying no to people because it's hard enough to just say no to a random person, but it's even harder to say no to a friend.
0: Yes. yeah, I have a handful of people on my list where it's very easy to say no to. Okay. Thankfully, I actually don't work with these people anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But see, those are corporate It was, yeah, my version. Yeah, the corporate world and then like, you know, the startup growing into a corporate space. Yeah. It became very easy for me to say no there because it was an act of self-preservation and self-care in that regard and I was protecting myself. Mm -hmm. Um, When it comes to saying no to any of my current business partners, that's a whole different that's a whole different beast. That's when the soft click kid gloves come out. Sure. And I have to think about how I'm going to say no. Yeah. For more than 30 seconds before I actually say it. Because it's a whole different relationship.
1: It really is. I get that. I'm the same way with Glitter Guide Taylor, you know, with, she's one of my dearest friends, but she's also the person that I work the most closely with. And there are times where I need to tell her no. <laughs> and it's, It's not fun for anybody and there's a different way to approach it with her than I would approach it, you know, in the past working in a bigger company, working with certain clients that I'm not necessarily like, oh, even though when we're done with this client meeting, we're going to go hang out afterwards because we're buddies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So one of the interesting things about saying no in person is I think that as humans in general, we tend to then over explain. And that's when you can find yourself in a situation where you drew the line, but then you created opportunities for someone to see the gaps in your argument. Yep. (laughs) And then for them to come in and almost talk you out of your no. Yep. Which that's that's really. I just like want to nod my head really hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really shitty when that happens. So my advice is, when you have to say no in person, keep it succinct. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, it's almost. I mean, none of us are lawyers, but it's almost like you are arguing a case, and you need to just leave no room for error, no gaps. It's like this is this is the fact. This is the the line, and. No counter arguments allowed.
1: Yeah, that's the thing is not allowing there to be space for someone to come in and try to talk you out of it, right? Like if you give a wishy-washy no, they're going to be like, oh, but, you know, because they want you to do it. And so they're going to try to figure out a way, not necessarily even like maliciously, but they're going to figure out a way to get you to yes. And (laughs) if you give them an opening, it makes it even harder because then you just got to keep repeating yourself and... Yeah, that's why, again, I think no is a complete sentence. (laughs) Uh, And I, you know, obviously I don't think you should say no to every single request that comes your way, right? But I do think that you need to assess each ask before you answer. And like a thoughtful no delivered at the right time is, is very beneficial and it can save you a lot of time and trouble for both parties down the road, I think. But when you have a, a quick bad no, bad no, a hastily decided no, it can cause problems for for the relationship, for the business, you know. it. I think bad no's happen when you haven't taken a beat, properly assessed the task, your resources, whatever, and it we it has more tendency to be driven by personal bias, your decision, rather than a fully thought out answer.
0: Does that make sense? It makes total sense because I'm over here like, oh, it me. (laughs) (laughs) It me. Yeah. The the quick knee-jerk no, Mm -hmm. that's probably why people think I'm an asshole. Mm. What I have learned that that behavior does to people is make them feel like they're not being heard. Sure. So... That is one of the big reasons why you should not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Corey. I saw her. I saw Dr. Corey appear on the shoulder. (laughs) right here. Don't do that. Um, And take a beat. Take a step back. Give people at least 30 seconds to feel like. Like you listened to them. Like you listened to them. Yeah. Before saying, nope. And don't actually say it like that. Yeah.
1: My husband has a tendency to do that in like our personal relationship, you know? And I've always told him that drives me fucking insane. I'm like, you weren't even listening. Like the words weren't even done out of my mouth before you said no. And that just makes me angry and want to do it more <laughs> because I'm a stubborn 12 year old. <laughs> but I think a lot of us are stubborn 12 year olds deep down. so. I think so. I think if you if you do that snap no, you're going to get some snappy responses right back. And here's the thing. Every good no makes room for a better yes. One that adds value and builds relationships and just enhances your personal development overall. That's deep. So, okay. Saying no without being an asshole. We talked about you know the timing, kind of <laughs> best way to approach it, which is to not be a a snappy responder, um, and then you know like we said, don't don't explain away your reasoning, but you can provide options.
0: Yes, tactic more tactics in the toolbox. So when you're saying no and. You want someone to still feel like they are empowered, right? So this is kind of coming from more of a a team member or managerial perspective Mm -hmm. because you don't want to deflate someone or make them feel incapable or any of those things. So providing options is a great way to say no, but then give them, like put the power back on their side to then make the, the choice as to what the the next step or, you know, which option is going to be the one that gets moved forward with. So I, I definitely think that that is an easy way to almost make people forget the no. Yeah. Because it immediately switches their attention to, I need to make this decision. Right. A little bait and switchy, a little psychological play, but effective. Yeah. And still kind. Yeah, I mean, you
1: are giving them options, and it's, there's, I know no one will get this reference, but there's my favorite musician in the entire world, his name is Dave Bazan slash Pedro the Lion, very indie, small band guy. He's got a song called Options, <laughs> and the whole thing is, it's good to have options. It is, it's good <laughs> to have He's talking options. about divorce and Jesus and stuff, oh. but like, you know, it's a very deep song. But it's good to have options, because that way then it gives them a chance to say no to you you know and to kind of preserve the relationship a little bit so someone's not left feeling jaded yep yep because everybody's so fucking sensitive these days i swear to
0: god so sensitive (laughs) again it's really yeah i have had to grow a lot in order to i only have brothers guys like Mm -hmm. so boy, you grow up in a house full of four kids and three of them are boys yep. and you just kind of get raised a certain way. Yeah. Um, so learning how to have close relationships with people who ha- like have intense feelings are more sensitive. Like that's been a whole personal journey, which is why having co- learning how to say no for me was a way to show people that I care about them more mm right? Instead of just like dropping the hammer all of the time.
1: That's funny because I am just surrounded by sensitive people. I think I don't know why, why they are attracted to me, (laughs) but like my sister is the world's most sensitive human. My husband is very sensitive and I'm not And I'm very brutal and honest. And so I think like when I'm in a work situation, I'm more likely to be an asshole because I'm like, oh, I'm already sensitive with these motherfuckers over here. Work is my place where I don't have to be this way. But no, there's still a balance. There's still that fine line, you know, of not, I don't know being a total dick all the time
0: yes <laughs> yes so this one is for all you sensitive folks out there <laughs> i was i wish i was more on it because that would have been a great like stupid fake radio like i send was out. waiting for, uh! i'm gonna
1: like cut that part out and then insert some like
0: 50s <laughs> yeah. song for all you love birds out there tonight well, <laughs> yeah
1: this one's for you on the Jimmy Jam 95. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Jam. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> don't listen to the radio. <laughs> uh, okay. So after you've provided them options, what's something else you can do?
0: I actually, um, this is a, a tactic that I deploy pretty often, is the, n- instead of no, mm-hmm. saying not now. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's different levels of definitiveness when it comes to your no. So if you really can't do it, right, then that deserves the no is a complete sentence version Mm -hmm. of the decline. And if you really don't want to do it. Yes. Or you don't have what you need in order to do the job well. Like there's a Mm -hmm. whole list of reasons why just saying no Mm -hmm. is the right thing to do. If there is, if it's more of a timing issue or that you, I mean, in the same vein, like need to either learn a new skill or acquire a thing that you need in order to do it, then it's the not now, but I can do it on X, Y, Z date or timeline. Mm -hmm. So, and that sometimes is like... I consider that to be, that was my personal gateway into becoming more effective at the hard no, mm. was giving this like, I'm not going to do it right now because that helped me feel like, okay, I'm going to establish the boundary. Mm-hmm. Here's the line, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to do you a solid mm-hmm. and make it happen for you, <laughs> but it's going to be on my timeline. I like your hand motions for that. This is very
1: like Maya Rudolph as uh, Kamala Harris. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Very political and, uh, but sassy at the same time. I liked it a lot. Maybe eventually this will be a video podcast, but probably not because I don't want to. It's easier to just show up looking, however. Hello.
1: And also, would you like to watch us in the background of my five-year-old son's bedroom? There's Spider-Man everywhere. FYI.
0: I think people would. I think that actually that would be hilarious. Podcasting from the toddler's bedroom. I mean, a lot of people podcast from their closet and bathroom. Yeah. Oh, my bathroom is so echoey. Really? Yeah. It's all like Tile and uh, hard surface,
1: yeah. It's supposed to have good acoustics in your bathroom, I guess, for podcasting. Cassidy told me that she podcasts laying down on her floor by her bed because laying some, down, yeah, like somehow that <laughs> when she does ones by herself. Oh, I don't know that my brain would function in the same way. I, yeah, I don't know. She's like, That's I just lay down by the side of the bed <laughs> and it mm. blocks the sound. and <laughs>
0: Interesting. I mean, during the pandemic, you saw me. I was always sitting on our bed with like pillows piled up, and it was yeah. dark because I would close the drapes yeah. to, to to reduce the yeah. the hard surfaces. Because my office is also very, very uh, acoustically challenged. Yeah. So
1: it's not like we're we're professionals here, guys. We're amateur podcast people recording in our houses, <laughs> doing the best we can. Low overhead. Hey, it's true. Um, What were we talking about? We were talking about... (laughs) Oh, your hand motions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And how it was going to be a video. That's right. Adjust the timeline. Yes. Okay. So you have your boundary, but you are still still doing the other person a solid by delivering what they want, but just not on their timeline. You're taking the power back and putting it on yours. I like it. Yeah, get like a lot. So you know,
1: not every no is going to go smoothly. <laughs> Probably most Lys- of them won't. Lys- Probably most of them won't, especially if you're in contact with someone who is um, also not a wallflower. I guess is a good way to put it. So, what do we do when we are saying no and the person starts pushing back? Let's talk about
0: that. <sighs> this is a hard one you this is a hard one because you, you this flip is them off and run away you, yes <laughs> no run <laughs> run away like you just tp'd their house or you could tp their house or it's you could their option you could just tp their house i mean could you get arrested for that as an adult oh i don't know <laughs> is it technically vandalism i wouldn't think so hmm dm us with the answer if somebody out there knows law enforcement who's listening please please <laughs> reach out um, okay, so this is really hard because this can essentially trigger the fight or flight response yep. in a person. Yep. And that's what they're counting on. Yes. Let's be honest. This is a power play, right? Yes. Like, the dynamics of the situation totally just shifted if someone is pushing back on your no. Yep. Usually it's a guy. <laughs> gonna say it it's usually a dude who's gonna do this because if we're if we're speaking they don't know no means no yes they don't know (laughs) no means no we have to teach people about consent yada yada but to make sweeping broad generalizations about the two genders women are tend to, in a sweeping, broad generalization, be less confrontational. Yeah. So that's why I say it's probably a dude who's pushing back. Sure. Um, because maybe he actually didn't even fucking hear you because he wasn't actually listening. Um, or maybe he's just an asshole. So when someone pushes back my opinion and advice is to stand your ground. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the worst phrase. I just said that, and I hate the stand your ground law, so don't maybe stand your ground with a weapon. No, not that one. Not that one. Not that. That's not what we're talking about. Can I put those words back in my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Why do certain states and laws have to ruin figures of speech? I don't know. It's horrible. I know. Florida, I'm looking at you. But... Don't look
1: at Florida. It's
0: gross, but there. (laughs) It's gross. (laughs) Um... So whatever version of that phrase you would like to use to describe this situation, I do think that because this has become a power play situation, that you need to demonstrate to this person that you are not just going to fold like a wet Mm. blanket. Yeah. Even if it's the hardest fucking thing that you've ever had to do and you leave the room and you go cry in the bathroom, right? Like. Yeah. I think it's very important to do that. Don't and cry in order. front of them. Don't cry in front of them. Try mm-hmm. not to cry in front of them, in please. The room to cry. Yes. But show the person that you are very serious about the no. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath inside. Not like physically, like <laughs> where they see you freaking out. <laughs> I'm like going through all like, what would I do if I was in a fight or... F- I mean, I would. I'd be like... I'd probably sit there a little bit stunned. Mm. First, I need a moment to like collect my thoughts mm-hmm. and then respond. And I think it's okay to do that. You don't have to sure. have you don't have to have the knee jerk reaction to like be involved in the dick measuring contest that's happening. In just real internally life. know that your dick is bigger, and
1: you don't need to whip it out. But it, it's like what we just talked about earlier, how. You know, before you even give the first no, it needs to be measured. It needs to be, you know, that you need to take a beat and consider your options. Because if you give them that knee-jerk no, they're going to be more likely to do this, right? Mm-hmm. But even if you do give them a thoughtful no and they still come back to you, give them another thoughtful no. <laughs> like, don't, don't jump into a, a panicked knee-jerk kind of, uh, attitude, I guess Mm -hmm. is the way to say it. I think another thing you can do too, you know, if you really just feel like super uncomfortable, because it is uncomfortable and it's hard and it's not a situation anybody wants to be in, but you can always tell them, you know what, I'm going to get back to you and follow up with an email where you give them a definitive no in
0: writing. Backed up with the reasons why. Put on your lawyer hat and give them all the arguments as to why you cannot, why you don't have the tools you need, why the timeline isn't realistic, Mm -hmm. or let's be real, most people when it comes to business are motivated by what's going to make me money fastest. Yes. So if you can create an argument to demonstrate that this is not going to help them achieve that, Mm -hmm. then usually you'll get them to back down. Yes.
1: Yep. And two, don't forget if this is already a working relationship and they're a client and they ask something that is already outlined in the contract, please refer back to your contract. (laughs) Per the contract, one of my favorite phrases in the English language, is a beautiful
0: thing. Can I sidebar about contracts?
1: Yeah, please.
0: (laughs) Brett and I are working on something because we're crazy. And he wanted an NDA. And he was like, oh, I'll just find something on the internet. And I was like, dude, bro, no. Like, immediately. That was a very strong, swift, and definitive no. That's because there's no other answer. Yes. (laughs) I was like, we are not going to do that with this. Especially for an NDA. That's a no joke contract. Nope. And so, yeah, I exercised my right that's to... That's
1: definitely not a cookie-cutter contract No, that you should download. That is something from our Reinvent the Wheel episode last week, <laughs> two weeks ago, whenever this one comes out. Yeah, that's not a template you find online. That's that's a professional Unless you're
0: actually purchasing a proper template. Right, right, right. Yeah, but don't... No yeah.
1: freebie NDAs. No,
0: no, no. Brett.
1: So what'd you guys end up doing?
0: um we have yet to resolve it he had an NDA that he had drafted but it was a mutual NDA contract which we don't need a this is a one-sided thing like we just need a person between the two of you the married couple (laughs) you guys have an NDA on your business (laughs) it's like a weird version of a prenup (laughs) um no this was for his uh consulting business he had a mutual NDA because he was providing technology consulting to companies and so like no one was going to Tell each other's trade secrets. Yes, but this NDA is just if we are talking to someone about what we're working on, they cannot repeat it. Got it. So, oh, well, am I gonna have to sign one? <gasps> I feel so special. Um, you might have to. <gasps> really special. You might There's have to something sign about NDA. an
1: NDA that just makes me feel included. <laughs> yes, You're like this is
0: so special that I legally am bound not to share details. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, I said no to Brett, hard and fast. Because it just felt like, I'm like, dude, dude, um, you're older than me. You work in the big corporate world. Why am I the one telling you no? Because he's a dude. He's a dude. He trusts everyone. Yeah. He's a sensitive, lovely Midwest boy.
1: Yeah. And it's also, he was, that kind of fast and no, fast and no? Fast and no. Fast and loose no is okay. Because he wasn't asking it of you. He was just making a bad decision in general. (laughs) that's a whole different type of no (laughs) yes (laughs) yes that's like should I put my hand on this burner right no (laughs) no I'm not gonna pause and think about that
0: one I'm gonna give you a quick response there (laughs) (laughs) my face was also probably like really condescending I have no doubt (laughs) so um yeah so business partners spouses friends grandmas grandma because grandma needs a contract grandma can also hear no Everybody needs a contract. <laughs> Everyone can hear no. <laughs> yes. Poor grandmas.
1: Poor grandmas, yes. But you know what? They need it just as much as everybody else. Did you ever see the episode of The Office? Did you watch The Office? I did. I believe it was season five or six when he leaves to start Michael Scott Paper Company. Oh. And he goes goes to the nursing home to get grandma to be an investor. And she wants his business plan and all of this stuff. <laughs> and he doesn't have it. He has nothing because he's like, you're
0: my grand, You're my nana.
1: And it's like, no, Nana's no. Nana's not just going
0: to fork over money. She
1: knows. Grandma knows. <laughs> Grandma's been around the block. Yep. That's, just made me think of that for some reason. That is funny. I like I've had a lot of TV references today, but that's fine. Yes. TV illegal. <laughs> hey.
0: But that's, you know, I guess where our heads are at when we have to say no we're either comedic relief or mm-hmm. hardcore let me play an attorney at the moment i have
1: two sides to my personality and it's either 30 rock or law and order svo there is no in between
0: <laughs> yeah yeah brett always tells me to be less serious mm. but then when i am in a silly mood he's like why are you being so silly
1: are you stoned
0: like, which one do you want <laughs> So, I think that's probably
1: a good spot to to wrap up our our podcast episode on how to say no without being an asshole. Sometimes you have to be an asshole, but that's just life in general, I think.
0: It is life in general.
1: And it's okay to be an asshole because you got to look out for you. And nobody else is going to do it for you except us. We'll do it. We'll help you.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. I am people. I'm a lot of people's Taylor, can you please say no, person? <laughs> like, they delegate their no's to you? Like yeah, I'm want... always the person that says the hard thing. Oh, always. yes. Oh, I
1: get that, too. Especially coming from a background in, like, HR and always having to be the person who, like, fired people and had hard conversations, you know, about performance and whatnot. It's just always feeling like, well...
0: Saying no is a very important skill set to have, whether you are self-employed mm-hmm. or running a business mm-hmm. with any number of contractors or actual employees. Mm-hmm. And if you learn the right balance of saying yes and no, I don't want to say I guarantee it. <laughs> like a well tailored suit. What's the, you're going like to like the way what? you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> like the men's <laughs> warehouse. Yes. Sorry, everyone's like, we are just epically on the tangents today. Um, Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's like a San Diego specific one. (laughs) So I can't guarantee it, but I, I feel like there is a strong correlation that if you find the right balance of saying yes and no to things, that your business will move forward because you're saying yes to the right opportunities and you're saying no to the things that are going to be a time, energy, and resource suck. Thank you for ending the episode on a mic drop. I appreciate that. Yes. And we'll have
1: show notes up on prettyokpodcast.com. And uh, we'll be on Instagram. I posted this morning. I saw. I know. And then I saw you liked it when you were supposed to be driving here. And I was I like. I think I was stopped at a stoplight. Well, my first thought was like, oh, my god, she forgot about our podcast episode. But that's not something you would ever do no, in your I life. because I write
0: that shit in pen. I know you do. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sorry guys. I took my phone out at a stoplight. That's alright. As long as you were at a stoplight. I was at a stoplight. I definitely don't do Instagramming while I'm driving. No. I did get a ticket though for getting my phone out at a stoplight. Because technically you're still driving. Yes. I I know. know. Because we're
1: living on the edge. Anyways, we'll be back in a couple weeks (laughs) with another episode. Probably only have like two left, I think, before I pop out a child. And then we're going to take a summer break. Um, so if you have anything you're dying to hear us talk about in the next month, hit us up, send us a message, send us a DM, all the different ways you can reach us on the interwebs because we want to make it count these last few weeks before, before our summer slash maternity break. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. You guys we will talk soon. Bye. Bye.